do you guys ever see like a police officer in public and you just get like the urge to just reach for their gun? I didn't get a single fucking almond while I was there. That's why I have to train. I can't sleep. We're now headed to Buckmeistan. Where's my fortune? And welcome back to another episode of the Panther Den Podcast. Uh, uh, obviously, Cameron is not here today. He He's back in his AA meetings again. You know, he relapsed, but it's okay. We still love him. He relapses a lot these days. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so today I'm joined with J-Dub. And my dad, Russ, he, we're all here talking about whatever we can find. So, uh, I guess the first topic was what we were just talking about before we got on the podcast. Uh, do we know his name? No. I'll see if I can find uh, it. Panama? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, his name's Kenneth Darlington. So, uh, if you haven't heard, a guy by the name of Kenneth Darlington in Panama shot and killed two climate change, I believe, climate change activists that were protesters. Yeah, they were protesting yeah. in the street. I think they shut down the entire road or something. Well, yeah, there were like cars lined up mm-hmm. end to end. But uh, yeah, there's pictures and a video of them doing it and uh i'll tell you what picture the picture of his face whenever right after he pulled that trigger he had no feelings no remorse nothing behind those eyes dude i want to i want to know this guy's backstory because like he's got dual (laughs) citizenship and he's he's so he's american he's american he's a retired lawyer yeah Yeah, I tell you what, I I don't I don't want to speak for all lawyers, but I have met or not lawyers, judges and also lawyers, but like retired judges and lawyers. Mm-hmm. Some of the ones I've met do not play around. Like they are, like I there's one I won't mention who it is or how I know them or anything, but um, it was an ex judge, and they get um, they get death threats all the time. And the property they live on, they like show up like he. They've had people show up at their house like in the middle of the night, trying to like get revenge for something. Well, yeah, because if you convict anybody of a crime, even if they committed it, they're gonna be like, "No, I didn't," and then want you dead. Yep. Yeah, I don't think I wouldn't want to be a judge mm-hmm. or a lawyer. Mm-hmm. I mean. I'm not that cold-hearted, but, yeah. you know, that actually makes sense. Now that I think about that, that guy was definitely a lawyer. He was that, he's mm-hmm. that cold-hearted. He didn't give a shit. And <laughs> he's retired. He goes, oh, God, I've, I've had enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And don't quote me on this, but I did see somewhere, and this might be completely just made up, but I've heard, I don't know how old he is, but apparently you can't be imprisoned in Panama if you're over 70. 
says here it's he's seventy seven. So if that is true, he's fine. He's he's fine. <laughs> he's legal. He might he might pay a fine. Yeah, if that. But you know, hmm. yeah. he's too old and senile to know what he did. I mean, I literally know jack about Panama other than the Panama Canal and us being yeah. down there and helping build it. That's it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what go what goes on down there or not. Yeah, I have absolutely no idea. Speaking of climate protest, no, it wasn't climate protest. It was a it was a protest in Ireland, in Iceland. Mm-hmm. It was apparently for women's rights or something because they're com- they were complaining about uh like the wages and crap. It's bas- like they have it's basically like here women the feminist movement and stuff. Well, uh, I saw a bunch of jokes, but apparently some of the jokes that I saw were actually real. So they said that twenty five percent of the country didn't go to work the day of the protest and it was all all women mm-hmm. and they said that the amount of hr oh yeah uh, i saw that hr too. uh complaints went down 95 percent mm-hmm. and then they and then like that some ceo there said uh the one good thing that came out of the good thing that came out of this we finally got shit done <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is nothing 25 percent. could you imagine if 25 percent of the united states men stopped working for a couple days. Yeah. But they are well, 25% I, of their population, all of them women, didn't work that day and nothing happened. 25% of the blue collar jobs, I would say. Yeah. If it's like a office job, I mm-hmm. think the th- same thing would happen. Yeah. But yeah, that's the thing like but the th- but the thing is like like all those women that do work and I guarantee you some of them didn't, but let's say all 25% of that country. So, I don't know how many that was i mean it's a good chunk of people because like three million yeah three million or something yeah so because i saw the same video and yeah, yeah i think it was like three million mm-hmm. so but the thing is like because i mean they've asked this question before and this is about america because obviously america is different than iceland in terms of population and size but like they said imagine if every woman disappeared in america what would happen everything like yeah there would be panic and stuff every video that i've seen is just guys like oh i can (laughs) drive drive without crashing Mm -hmm. eats pizza in silence and Mm -hmm. i mean but like and then like because the women are the ones that come up with it like i see all kinds of views like imagine if men just disappeared i'm just sitting there like you wouldn't have power like you would have power for maybe four or five hours after they disappeared maybe well, how long do you think we would have power, Dad? Not very long. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and that's just that. At, who's most people? Like, I I work. Well, I don't know if I want to say that. Uh, I work <laughs> for a delivery company, and I tell you, I've only met three. I've met a lot of drivers, and only three I've met are women. Hmm. So, like, all of your stuff. And the thing is, every loader I've ever met is always a man. Yeah. So, like, this is just one small thing. You're not going to be able to order your your Amazon, your FedEx, and all this crap. Uh, what else? If it snows, I've never, ever seen a woman pl- uh, plower. Well, obviously, uh, construction, too. Construction. Yeah, construction's very... Uh, Male dominated mm-hmm. in yeah, that aspect, like road work and stuff. You you see women out there on the mm-hmm. on the road crews, but what are they doing? 
they have a clipboard flagging. They they have a clipboard in their hand. Flaggers, yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, and most of the time, those are just because they have to hire them. Right. It's it's a quota. Mm -hmm. Like, and again, when I'm saying all this, I'm not saying that women can't and don't do the jobs because there are women that are probably. I mean, there's. I mean, it's like the soccer thing, like. I've never played soccer once in my entire life. I guarantee you the U.S. women's soccer team could beat the shit out of me. But I think <laughs> that any, like, uh, like well, sub-50-year-old that's that, practiced soccer could probably beat them. You saw that uh, there was – it was on the news. It was, like, I think it was sixth graders it was 14 and under yeah team 14 beat, and under team beat like what the, the u.s women's soccer it, team it was number yeah, one the pe- the ones yeah. that we send to the olympics they they practiced with them and they lost you know like, bad yeah. it wasn't close at all you know ryan reynolds yeah so he owned him and somebody else they own a team in um wrexham um what whales or whatever yeah mm-hmm. so and they're trying he has a tv show and he's basically trying to because they, they're trying to get upgraded to, to a higher league well they had this like big huge uh soccer tournament for like famous people to go to and uh and raise money and stuff well the women's the u.s women's team sent a because it was it was i don't know how many players are on the field at a time but this tournament had less so i think there was like seven instead of like 11 or 12 or whatever and so the women sent a team and Wrexham sent a team. And these guys are like in like, they're like when they're not playing soccer, they're like in a pub drinking. Like they're not like professional. Yeah. They're not like pro pro. They're not like uh Messi and uh Ronaldo and stuff. They, and the women's team said that they were going to crush them. It was like 30 to two in soccer. <laughs> Like you're lucky to get like two to like you're lucky to see three goals in like a professional soccer match, and yeah. it was thirty to two. Oh my gosh! <laughs> there, uh, speaking of women's soccer, uh, there was I saw this article that John Daly commented on, uh, Megan Rapino or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. that blue-haired lady. Golly, she's retarded uh but he commented about her missing a kick it was like a wide open kick and he says quote maybe if she was straight and started choking on something in bed she wouldn't have any room left to choke on the field her (laughs) kick was as straight as her sideways (laughs) yeah dude i saw that kick because it was a it was like a they were doing a i think it was a shootout uh what the what are they I think it's called a shootout. Yeah, I think it is. So basically, the the it was tied, and then both teams get a chance to both teams get like six kickers, and then whoever comes out on top at the end of it wins. Well, literally, like the the she tried to kick the goaltender jumped before she kicked it. She had a wide open goal and just kicked it right over, right over it. And it oh curved over, gosh. and I think that's what made like that's what made us lose because I think this was in the women's World Cup. Oh, she's on our team. Yeah. Oh yeah. She's I oh yeah. She's got she's, she's a like she's retired now. She's retarded. Yeah, she sucks. I watched. I mean, she used to be maybe good or whatever, but like from what I've seen, uh, the best player on our team is I think Alex Morgan, and 
I don't. I only know them two. Oh, I actually know a third one because it's one of my my favorite football players' wife is on the team, and she's one of the only three that stood for the uh, the anthem mm. during the because they they that was a big thing of them kneeling and crap. I'm just sitting there like, okay, it's one thing to kneel when you're on, like if you're in major league soccer in the United States and you're not representing the United States, but they're on the world stage in another country representing us and they're kneeling, they're disrespecting the flag. Mm -hmm. It's not even to the, it's not like, like if I was, if I was them, I'd be like, no, you're done. You're done. This is, you're representing your country. You need to respect, you need to show support for it in front of other people. Exactly. You know, it's kind of like the thing. And I hope, cause it, when the Olympics are next year, right? Uh, no every, idea. Every even year. Cause every, every time, every time the Olympics come around, there's always the argument. Cause like, you know, when the, when they do the parade with the flags and stuff, all the countries, uh, the host countries flags in the front and they, uh, tip their flag to them. Well, the United States is the only country that doesn't do that. And there's always an argument saying that we need to tip our flag down. And I'm to just what? like to the host country's flag. Oh. And we don't do it because the United States, we don't, because we don't, our flag is always supposed to be taller than uh, every other flag. Mm -hmm. So we don't dip it down to them. And everyone's just like, we should just do it to show respect. I'm like, no, screw you. We're the United States and everyone knows it. <laughs> That is a good point. I wouldn't dip our flag. And I also wouldn't kneel for the anthem, but either way. Have you seen you guys have seen that that subway commercial that that soccer chick is in, right? I think so. Yeah. I hate that commercial. She is talking to somebody playing with a soccer ball, doing mm -hmm. dumbass tricks that I know people in like middle school can do. Uh but she kicks a ball at somebody eating a sandwich, destroys a sandwich, and then is like, go get a Subway sandwich. <laughs> I would I would commit, commit mass genocide. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. In Minecraft. Did you just kick my sandwich? I turned uh, into Ross from Friends in that one episode. Oh, yeah. There's, uh, there's an edit of it where it's like, you stupid bitch. <laughs> like, he runs up and starts choking her out. That was my sandwich. But, yeah, just have her make, yeah. make you another sandwich. Speaking of commercials, this is an older one. Puppy, I don't... Pu puppy Monkey Baby? Yes. That one. <laughs> no, no. I remember that one was uh, during the Super Bowl. That was... That kind of put me out of this. That took me out of it there. I think everybody That was really crazy. I didn't uh, know. I didn't think anybody knew what to think. But no, it, I don't even remember what the commercial was. But it was, it was a, I don't know what the product was about until the very end. But basically, what it was, and it, it kind of pissed me off, because it was two chicks, and then Medusa was in it. You know, the chick with yeah. the that can oh, turn people to stone. Yeah, that was a beard yeah I've seen yeah. that commercial. Well, and the oh dang, that was loud. Uh, but uh, anyways, in the commercial, at some point, they're in a bar. And a guy comes up and says like, and like, Hey, nice to meet you. Or basically kind of like flirting with her. Mm -hmm. But I didn't in the slightest 
see it as like a sleazy guy. Like he came up in the commercial. That's what they were trying to portray as him being like sleazy. Yeah. But he literally came up and in the most polite way asked like, Hey, can I talk to you? And then she just took our thing off and turned him to stone. I'm yeah, like, I I'm sitting there going like, too. I know it's a joke, but in the mythology, she just killed him yeah. for simply <laughs> yeah. saying hi. And I'm like, what? So that's feminism to you? Like, oh man. Yeah, and then laughs it off. Yeah, they laugh about it. I'm like, dude, that guy's dead. Yeah. yeah he's gone. Uh oh, there was there was another commercial I thought I was thought about when you were saying that. I forgot it though. Uh dang it. I wish I knew. I think one of the best commercials of all time, and it's sad that you don't see it anymore, is the um well, she's a guy, so commercial with uh, Jake from State Farm. The original Jake from State Farm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's one of the best commercials ever. And it's and you, you, if you did that today, State Farm would be canceled. Why? Well, because, okay, so the commercial goes, uh, the guy's up in the in the night talking on the phone oh, with Jake from State yeah. Farm. And... The one, the wife comes in thinking he's talking to a girl, and he's just like, uh, and she's like, "Give me the phone." Be like, "Uh, hi for Jake, uh, Jake from State Farm. What are you wearing?" And then it goes to him. He's like, "Khakis,", uh, khakis. and then she's like, "She sounds hideous." And then he's like, "Well, she's a guy, so." <laughs> and yeah, that would not fly today. Uh, yeah, now I remember that one. That one was good. Uh, well, they can't do anything now because I mean, he, they they've changed the race mm-hmm. of of Jake. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, they can't have very good commercials anymore. None of them are creative. Yeah, and it's I don't know. Well, and speaking of commercials, I'm talking about uh like if you look at army commercials now or military commercials, mm-hmm. you notice look at them from a few months ago. Oh yeah, I was going to talk about that too. And then now now look at them. They're switching back to Straight white men. Straight white men, because we're getting ready to go to World yeah, War we're, Three. We're about like, to, we're about to fight some, dude. And I guys hate, in the sandbox, you know. Again, yeah. I yeah. I mean, if I'm gonna go somewhere, send me back to Europe, like my, my my grandparents. I don't want to go back. To, we don't want to go back to the sandbox. Yeah. Let uh, me man. let me fulfill my generational destiny and die yeah. in Europe. Yeah, I don't want to. Don't put me on the Middle Eastern front. I want to be in the Ukrainian front if I have to do something. I wouldn't want to fight in Ukraine. Well, would you want to fight in the Middle East? I don't know. That's a toss up. <laughs> toss up. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, I don't know, man. Well, the deal is, all these wars happened in the last, you know, thirty years. There, there's no reason for it. Mm-hmm. It's just. Well, ever since Vietnam and well, actually, ever since Korea, there's been yeah. no reason for it. Basically, there's since nothing, nothing. every basically everything post World War II. Yeah, for the most I mean, part. Well, I mean, I can't think of a no, war. Not no reason for them to happen, I guess, but mm-hmm. no reason for us to be in them. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah, I mean, because you could make the argument about nine eleven, but we didn't even the we didn't even attack the country who any of the people were from yeah they literally didn't even they they didn't uh pick the right country either yeah they just picked a country in the middle east and was like that's that's the one that attacked which one has the most oil yeah yeah 
<laughs> and uh, was it Saddam Hussein that they blamed it on, or Bin Laden? Bin Laden, but Hussein was like, we were already doing Hussein. That was Desert Storm, wasn't it? I have no idea. I get them yeah, all mixed that, up. Yeah, that was Desert Storm. That see, was back De- in the early nineties. See, yeah, Desert Storm. Dude, I was watching a video last night about Desert Storm. Actually, mm-hmm. it was pretty. Dude, I mean, like we, uh, um, we were still using like the USS Missouri. Like we were using our battleships from World War II. Really? It, yeah, I was, I was uh, on that. I I've been, on, been on that on boat. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I bet. Uh, I've been on the North Carolina, and I think I've been on. I don't know. I've been on another one. The USS Missouri is in Hawaii now, isn't it? Correct. Yeah, yeah. Because it guard it guards the Arizona. Yeah, we were taking a we were taking a tour on it, and they were like, "So, where are you from?" We're like, "Missouri," and they just, "Oh, that's so cool." (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) nice. But anyways, I because I was watching a video, and basically, it was like the tipping point. It was like how World War One was for modern warfare. Desert Storm was kind of like the switching point from the old way of war to the newest, newest way. Because, like, we basically, it was, they had a bit, we had a big long line of ships, and we just started hurling shells in on our battleships, or, uh, yeah, the battleships, Mm -hmm. shooting them in. And then there was a major air campaign. And, because then, because my dad was in Iraqi freedom, and I think that was... I mean, that was in 2003 to 2006 or seven, And he was there in 2000, 2003, 2006, and seven, I think. And the first time it was... Because the first time he went, he was mostly in Kuwait. Mm-hmm. And that was when they were... Because that's where they were landing. or That was their like staging area into going in. And then the second time he was in Iraq. Mm-hmm. And I think the third time he went, or when he... Technically, it was only two tours, but the but the second tour was really long, and he had like a, I guess furlough would be the name of it. Like when he comes back, well, oh, then when yeah. he went back the third time, I think Hussein might have already been killed, like um, hung, and because he was in his because he has a picture of him in his palace, and they like they were bringing all kinds of people in, so you could go in and take a picture in the palace and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I've got a picture of him on the throne that he had. Your dad cool. on the throne. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. That's hilarious. But um, but yeah, cause so I don't know. Uh, apparently, so what? It, it was Osama bin Laden that yeah. they blamed for nine eleven. Well, they make Osama bin Laden like. Don't get me wrong; he's a bad guy. Like he's yeah. a real bad guy. But they act like he was just like some kind of guy that just didn't speak English and was just like in the hills of the Middle East and came out of nowhere well, and hated he, America. He, he went, went to school in London. He, yeah. Well, he went to the school of America's for mm-hmm. like military tactics and stuff. Yeah. Like, and he was an inform. He was a, uh, he was, uh, like when we were supplying the Taliban. Yeah. We, he was, he was like part of the C the CIA had contact. Yeah. That's him. what the school of the Americas is. Yeah. It's a CIA, uh, quote unquote school. Yeah. Where they would teach, insurrectionists mm-hmm. to overthrow their own government and mm-hmm. stuff like that and military tactics stuff and that kind of stuff. Well, uh, after nine 11, apparently, well, I already knew this, but there were like no, absolutely no, uh, airplanes going 
around, like mm-hmm. hardly any, if any, yeah, uh, around the country for a while. Mm-hmm. The only one that was allowed was Osama bin Laden's wife. Hmm. Like she was in America when that happened, and they flew her out. Yeah. So that kind of tells you right there that they just kind of picked a scapegoat, yeah, for something. Like, and I like think they that's... didn't. Even if it wasn't a conspiracy, they just kind of picked somebody. Mm-hmm. It seems like they yeah. just kind of like, oh, yeah, this guy. Yeah, because I, I don't, I don't doubt that he had something to do with it, and I, but I don't think. My guess is is that. He might have thought he he was gonna take the heat for it, but I don't think he knew he was gonna take that much heat. And we basically were like, that was our way of like, oh, we're over there to get him. Mm-hmm. We have all this stuff over here and fighting this big huge war because we're trying to get him. And we and coincidentally we don't get him for ten years. It's insane. Yeah. Like we, w- multiple attempts too. There's apparently some, and so, and I'm like, I'm sitting there like, I don't believe that we would waste this much stuff trying to get him. But there was one point when he was hiding and he was in some mountain range with like major tunnel system. And I think we, we spent millions of dollars worth of like artillery and like airplanes dropping stuff trying to just blow up the tunnels. And we didn't even know for sure if he was in there. I'm just sitting there like, I wonder if we were actually just like doing something else. Trying to attack trying somebody to, else. Trying and, to get oil loose. Yeah. Trying to stir it up. But then we're like, one of my, that's what, one of my favorite movies is Zero Dark Thirty. And it's about how we, um, uh, the SEAL, SEAL Team 6 killing them. And it's a really good movie. And the thing is like, he wasn't even in, he was in uh, Pakistan when we killed him. He was in Abbottabad, Pakistan. Mm-hmm. And we had to like cross the border at night with like stealth choppers and go and kill him. And, and it, I, I don't well, know. Well, you, you know, you say about uh, uh, just throwing everything we got at him for mm-hmm. no reason, you know, just trying to get him, yeah. whether he's there or not. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, there's several guys that I used to work with that were in the military that uh, they say they take all this ordinance and everything over there, but once they get it over there, they can't bring it back. So oh, no. they got to get rid of it no mm-hmm. matter what. Yep. My dad. They either dump it over the side of the ship or mm-hmm. they just, they melt down barrels over the side of the it's ship exp- or they just go ahead and just obliterate whatever they're. Yep. They have a big, they have these big things that they put all the ammunition in and they just blow it up. Mm-hmm. And uh, my dad, cause uh, my dad, when he went the first time, cause basically like you don't, it was kind of like when they first go over there, you you have your equipment, like your unit has your equi- your own equipment and you're supposed to bring it. So like there's a, they have training where they, so if like, if a unit in Fort Bragg, for instance, is going to deploy, most likely they're going, they've trained in putting their equipment on a train. They're going to travel to probably like New York or something and go over there and the train will have left like a week or two before they leave and they're going to put it on a boat. And my dad said that the stuff that they put, that they packaged up for his first time, they said they got there three days before their equipment got there. But mm. then the second time he went, the, they'll be in, the units will be talking to each other and they'll be like, and this isn't ammunition. This is like vehicles, Humvees and stuff. And they'll be like, Hey, what, what do you need? 
um, cause we've got stuff here and we can just leave it here and you can use it. And that's kind of what they did the second time. So they didn't bring stuff the second time. They just used another units that was already there. But yeah, they said like the ammunition, if like it's more, it's, it's cheaper to make more than just to, than to ship it back and back and forth. So like they, I've seen videos and they'll just get these big mounds and they'll just put everything in there and light it on fire and just blow it up. Wow. <laughs> and that's like, that's like small arm stuff and, and maybe up to like howitzers and stuff, mm-hmm. but like the stuff they were using on, like they were shooting stuff out of like F-15s and stuff. So like, and that's another thing. My, um, my aunt was in the air force when they were working on the, uh, stealth bomber, the B2, I guess. She wasn't supposed to talk about it, but she apparently told the whole family about it when it was happening. <laughs> but they said what they would do, like where she worked, they would, at the end of the month, if you go to, I guarantee you it still happens, if you go to an air base at the end of the month, you'll probably see planes and helicopters all lined up and they'll be all be on. And what they're doing is they have a set amount of fuel that they can have and if they don't use it all, they get less the next month. So mm-hmm. what they do is they just turn on their, all their planes and just waste all the fuel just so that they can get the same amount or more the next month. And I'm just sitting there like, okay, so use it or lose it. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just like, that's just, <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah. I don't know. I hate when they really do that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like they, this is, I guarantee that's one of the reasons we just we just use so much tax money on the military is because they just waste stuff and, and they're like, they oh, we need it more. Climate, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. Well, uh, we'll have to take a break real quick, so we'll be right back. This goes out to all my Idaho friends. Gonna tell you a story not long ago on a mountain of an Idaho in Idaho that living's free. Don't say the sound of shotgun to an uncovered deputy. Don't shoot me down, don't shoot me down. I got a wife and kid on the Ruby Ridge. Please don't shoot me down, don't shoot me down, don't shoot me down. I got a wife and kid on the Ruby they shot my good daughter, they shot my boy My only son was my pride and joy Killed my wife, dead on the floor Holding our baby at the old screen door Don't shoot me down, don't shoot me down Don't shoot me down. I got a wife and kid on the Ruby Ridge. Please don't shoot me down. And we are back. So Jadub has a quote for us. I have a quote by the former Vice President Joe Biden. And I thought, and I read it and I was like, you know what? This really applies to today's situation. Quote, what's focused? I says, I thinks I... I haven't, I look, I have trouble even mentioning, even saying to myself in my own head, the number of years 
I know or think of myself as being as old as I am than fly. End quote. And I mean, it's very you, insightful. Yeah. It's very insightful. I mean, I almost cried. If you, that. if you read between the lines, he's basically, that's, that's how you end world hunger. Like I think he's it's literally, he's, he just told us how to end world hunger. It's code for world hunger. That's <laughs> POV or my FBI agent reading my manifesto. <laughs> Sees his house perfectly built in Minecraft. Yes. All right. Well, was that it? That's it. That's the okay. whole quote. Uh, Former Vice President Joe Biden. <laughs> well, I got a another news article that I saw. Uh, it's by the People's Voice TV. It uh, so USDA approves Bill Gates lab grown meat for sale despite causing turbo cancer in human subjects. I trust I trust any food that comes from a guy who also wants to uh, um, make the population go down via vaccines. Mm-hmm. Don't you? Oh yeah. And uh, apparently they're they're wanting. I read somewhere that they're wanting to feed cows methane blockers so that they don't fart. Mm. Nice. And uh, apparently Bill Gates, you know, invested in that. $12 million. Wow. That's chunk change for him. I saw this video because, you know, like, um, I won't get into this, but, you know, like the Lyme disease, some people think that Lyme disease is was created by the government on accident mm-hmm. via ticks and stuff. Well, anyways, there's another, there's a symptom of Lyme disease, but there's also a tick. You can get it without getting Lyme disease. It makes you allergic to red meat. Well, there's a guy who um, just so happens to be a correspondent with the our buddies over at the World Economic Forum, and he oh, had. We know this, you love those guys. Yeah, he had a big old speech. It was like a TED Talk type thing, talking about how we could implement. Because he was like, a lot of people don't want to stop eating red meat, and he's just like, but there's these ticks that do this and stuff. He's like, his base. The gist of it was. Basically, we can implement that into our plan to make people stop eating red meat by making them allergic to it. And he gets funded and corresponds with the World Economic Forum. And un, an unelected group that is trying to tell the entire world what to do. And main, the guy in charge dresses as a villain from like 1970s movies. And I mean, the building itself looks like a, yeah, it looks like the typical mm-hmm. evil villain. Uh, and I wouldn't put it past uh, Bill Gates to be a part of that crap too. Well, he owns so much farmland mm-hmm. and I mean, there's no, he's rich as all get out even after the divorce. You know, you know, I just, He's only worth half as much, but, you know, that's more money than I'll ever see in my lifetime. Like, I'm all for people becoming rich. Like, and I know that sometimes, like, a lot of the time bad stuff, has they have to do bad things to get rich. But how come just because you have all this money makes it to where you have a, you can have a platform to talk? Like, I mean, I know that they can create one, but people actually listen to them. Yeah. Who in their right mind 
is going to be see, like I said earlier, who in their right mind is going to see this guy who says that we need to depopulate the earth, and a good way to do that is with vaccines, or and to make is also going to be like agrees with that for one, and then two, even if they don't agree with it, they're like, oh, he's making lab grown meat. Mm-hmm. Let's eat it. I mean, there's. Just, they like they secretly approved that too. Mm-hmm. The FDA secretly approved that, like when some kind of I can't even remember which mm-hmm. big event, big next scandal on the news was yeah. happening. But they all of a sudden mm-hmm. it was just like, yeah, you can have that in stores and sell it now. Well, and the thing is that people don't seem to get. Oh, it's FDA approved. It's FDA approved. Every single commercial that you have ever seen in your entire mm-hmm. life that is going to give you financial compensation for using something has been approved by the FDA. Mm-hmm. Everyone. Like, and then they have the gall to come at J- uh, Joe Rogan for using ivermectin, saying it's horse dewormer. And they altered that video too. Like the video of him mm-hmm. uh, after he got over COVID. Yeah, they altered it to make him look worse. Yeah, they yeah. made him look pale and mm-hmm. horrible. I just i feel like is that not grounds for being able to sue yeah yeah well it's the same thing with defamation uh, of character this is this isn't to do with like medicine or anything but they did the same thing with trump because i guarantee you if you go and ask anybody what's the like how trump is racist they're going to bring up that speech he did in uh somewhere in i think it was either south carolina or north carolina and there was a protest that went on Mm -hmm. and the kkk was there and uh, white supremacists and stuff, the thing that they quote all the time is, this is a quote from Trump, there are good people on both sides. And they're like, how dare he say that about white supremacists and stuff? But the funny thing is, they don't continue. Every news channel did this. If you continue watching, because they they said that Trump refused to denounce white supremacists and KKK. If you just watch the video of that speech, not even 10 seconds more, he literally says there are good people on both sides except for the white supremacists and KKK. They should be condemned totally. Mm-hmm. Watch the whole thing and you'll see they literally cut out the part and said that there's good people on both sides and that's what they ran with. And that's what they'll run that's what they run with with everything. And Joe Rogan apparently didn't mess up enough and there was no cutting off point, so they had to edit the video to make him look pale because he was taking horse dewormer. Mm. Just because, like, you, I guarantee you, you go to any type of medicine that animals take and you look on there and there's something in it that is also in medicine that is good for good for humans. Well, the, the thing is, though, ivermectin also won a Nobel Prize for uh, medicine in humans. Yeah. It, it, it's safe well, it's, for it's, humans yeah. and it's, it's just, yeah, it's, it's, ma- a, it's, it's mostly a concentration. Used, yeah. I mean, it, it, you know, you do it by weight. Yeah. You don't do it by what you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, obviously you don't go buy horse dewormer and, and use then, that. Yeah. You use the human version of yeah. it. Yeah. Right. And they don't get that. Oh, man. And they can trick people. The, the people that are the loudest. You don't get like a, a huge vial of it and then give the entire thing to them. You got to. Yeah. Wait. Wait distribution. Yeah. I mean, that's. I just don't. And it's the loudest people that talked about it were the dumbest. Were the dumbest. They were the ones getting told this. And it's it's so crazy how 
that like the most of most of the time it's left and the right, it happens to the right too, but they they inadvertently get their marching orders from their superiors that they don't even know that are their superiors. They get their marching orders and they go. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and and the the deal with that is uh, the more that they put it out there, the more that's what you're going to hear and the, that's what you're going to start believing. You hear it so much mm-hmm. that there there's no other way, you know, and yeah. that's the way it's going to be. Yeah, the more and you start believing it. The more somebody hears something, the more they're going to believe it because that's all they're going to hear. Right. Yep. It's, yeah. I, that whole thing with the horse dewormer, ivermectin. I mean, we sold ivermectin uh, in the feed store that I worked for, and people come in and make, crack a joke about it. I'm like, ah, ha, 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 ha. I don't care. <laughs> I could care less what you think about it. I mean, yeah, it was just one of those things where everybody heard it and they're like, they just all of a sudden denounce it now. And now uh, I'm pretty sure you have to buy, you have to get a prescription for that now. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure you have to get a prescription for ivermectin for animals anymore because it's uh it's they made it sound so bad but you know it, yeah i remember the signs up in uh the feed stores and stuff going like this is not <laughs> the same ivermectin as what people mm-hmm. are taking and i mean because yeah obviously that needs to be there needs to be some kind of talking point there because like on the opposite okay so they're arguing that it's completely just just it's just horse dewormer and they're crazy but then the other side is just saying ivermectin 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 and the thing is the arguing is so big and the difference the difference of opinion is so big that people don't really understand what ivermectin is and though like one side absolutely hates it and wouldn't give it to them even if it was safe but then the other side is going and buying horse dewormer and shoving it down their throats is ivermectin not a brand? I think it might be a brand because it, it says ivermectin real big on like the branding of it. And then it TM like for trademark. Yeah, I'm pretty. I thought it was a brand. It might be because they. I don't think they've made just one thing. Yeah, but either way, they yeah they. They needed to get rid of that because they knew it worked 100%. Okay, so, so no, that they it could... is a type. So I looked up ivermectin, and it says common brands, Sulantra, Skylis, and Stromatol. Stromatol. And the first thing that comes up is antiparasite. It can be it can treat infection caused by, round, caused by roundworms, threadworms, and other parasites. And then, yeah, so ivermectin is the medicine name okay uh so yeah prescription needed yeah and then it yeah. says down here you know they they're calling ivermectin a horse horse medicine or whatever mm-hmm. and it says uh uh under that same deal you're looking at uh the brands the availability prescription needed and then right underneath that is pregnancy consult a doctor <laughs> you know that that tells me that uh, 
you know, humans are looking to take this. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and have. Yeah. Well, I mean, its original and, use and was are. horse dewormer. But now, like, yeah, it's still used as horse dewormer, but it's evolved from that. I mean, horses are super sensitive anyway. Oh, yeah. Like, anything, basically anything that you can give a horse, you can give anything else. Yeah. yeah it because yeah, it it, says- they're... They're so precise on like what they can have. It, it was introduced as an animal dewormer in 1971 and approved for human use in 1986. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. That's that's true about horses, though. I mean, I've 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 seen some. I've been to restaurants that have worse food than some of the like. I would eat horse food before that. Oh my like, gosh! You can yeah. go feed a pig a freaking can. If you don't put the right amount, it doesn't care. But if you don't put the right amount of the uh, alfalfa in your horses and like expensive horses food, they're going to freaking get sick and die Mm -hmm. and freak out while they're doing it. They're like, Mm -hmm. you couldn't give me enough of this Mm -hmm. freak out and then have a heart attack and die. I mean, uh, when I was working at the feed store, there was people that would come up, they would get like a horse lick or one person got a cow lick and or a cow tub and was like hey you is that any good i'm like yeah we've had it here for not that long he and he gets out his knife and he cuts a little bit off of the top and he eats it he's like yep that's good (laughs) nice that was a cow that was a cow tub too and then another time some crazy lady needed needed horse uh horse food with molasses in it because mm-hmm. it makes it apparently it makes it taste better for the animals, but it is a hell of a lot more expensive. But um, she, we had a bag opened that we hadn't had a chance to sew back up yet, mm-hmm. and it was what she was wanting to buy, but she was wanting to make sure that it was good enough. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and we couldn't open another bag. Because it's like, well, then we couldn't sell it. Yeah. Uh, or we if couldn't. If she didn't buy it. Yeah. We we had to do something with it. Mm-hmm. So she's like, she goes over to that bag, gets a little bit of it, and just eats it straight up. Just hmm. nice. It was basically oats, molasses, and probably alfalfa, honestly. Yeah. But yeah, after seeing that, I was like, this is, horse people are crazy, dude. Yeah, Dude. like it. I get having horses for riding and stuff like that, mm-hmm. but people that like show show horses or do competitions with them, yeah, they're insane. Yeah, where I get my feed, there's this woman that always checks me out, and God, God bless her. She's she tell she tells me the same story or the same Doubles. thing every single time I go. I go pick up feed, and she. And the place doesn't, it doesn't say cow feed on it or cattle feed on it. It just has a random string of codes that she has to type in just to figure out what it is. Every single time she tells me like, wow, it's only $8 a bag. Uh, I wish that was the same way with horses. I just, I don't know what to feed my horses. And she's like, the bags, my bags of feed are like $45. I'm just sitting like, geez. Yeah. But she says that to me. I've, I've heard that. Like, I'm surprised I can't recite it like in a few years i might be able to recite it word for word but i've heard that for the past year and a half 
every single time I go and buy feed. It's the same word. And I'm just sitting there going like, I know she says this to everyone who buys cow feed. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> yeah, well, uh, the place I was working at, the cheapest that you could get for, uh, I think horse, yeah, cheapest you can get for horse feed was 18 bucks. Yeah. That's and what, that 50 was 50 pounds or yeah, 40. It was 50 pounds. It was going to change to 40 because the company that made it, mm-hmm. instead of changing the prices, they were going to change the bags mm-hmm. so that it was like, oh, the prices are the same and nobody nobody would bat an eye of, or even really notice yeah. of the bags. But, uh, yeah, I, and that was like senior horse feed. Yeah. And that's, senior horse feed is always cheaper mm-hmm. than anything. But there were people that would come in and buy like 10 bags of horse feed that were for like show horses. Yeah. And it was... One time it was almost a thousand dollars for it wasn't obviously it wasn't just those ten bags, but they they bought almost a thousand dollars in one order. Yeah. I tell you what pisses me off. I don't know if it if you guys even noticed, but it's I don't know why, but it pisses me off. But go next time you're at like Walmart or something, mm-hmm. go to the dog food aisle and look at the uh look at the uh weight of the different dog feeds. They're they're always the most random shit. Yeah. It pisses yeah. me off. 16 pounds, 17 and a half pounds, uh 24 pounds. And I'm just sitting there like why 48 pounds, yeah. 52 pounds. Like it's not like it's rhyme or reason to it. It's literally like random crap. I mean, and I'm just sitting there like why do they have the most random weights? <laughs> I have no yeah. I've noticed that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like what it just Make it a round number. Yeah. Even 45, it, I'd be fine it with. It irritates me. I don't know why, but it makes me so mad. There was, there's a, a dog food brand. I think it's like Taste of the Wild. Mm-hmm. Theirs is the worst. It's, <laughs> they have a bigger, and they have a bigger bag and a smaller bag. Mm-hmm. The bigger bag is like 27 pounds. God. Smaller bag is, I think, 15. Yeah. No, 17. If I'm not mistaken, it's 16.9. Cause I remember <laughs> yeah. saying that one. Yeah, time. it was. I round, I always round up cause I'm like, I'm not saying all that shit. <laughs> I, and I honestly forgot that it, I rounded up, but it is the most random bullshit that they come up with. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, well, I only have one more topic to talk about. Unless any of you guys have anything, I don't really have anything. I mean they they've got their they've got their main the world order has their main topic right now, which is Israel, and then their backup is just something big happening in Ukraine. So there's nothing really going on. Not yet. I mean, yeah, not yet. What? Where do you think we'll? I guarantee. We're gonna go to. We're gonna be in a big war soon. Where do you think it'll be at? Okay, this is my prediction of what's gonna happen. I think. I think. I honestly, I feel like Ukraine and Russia kind of just forgot about, and it's just. I think it's going to continue, but it's not nothing. 
if the big war does start, it will definitely be fighting there. I think the two biggest things that would involve us getting in is because China has said that they're preparing for a sea assault of Taiwan by 2028 because they don't have really the capabilities to um, attack Taiwan with boots on the ground. So it's either going to be there something happening or um, just more of the uh, more of the countries that are surrounding Israel are going to jump in. Iran really doesn't want to, but Iran might eventually just have to go in head on instead of uh, funding all these terrorist groups. Mm -hmm. And once that happens, because right now, I mean, we have two carrier strike groups and NATO has a huge group, mostly our ships, all in the Mediterranean right near Israel. And right now we are, we have planes like um, going on the um, perimeter of Israel and we're in fully in our rights to take down missiles without causing a, like a active active war. Like if it's a defensive thing. So basically we're just flying planes around to free up Israeli for uh, planes so they can focus inland and stuff. So basically I think if something goes down, it's just going to be somebody jumping in is Iran or somebody's going to jump in. How much you want to bet uh, a missile is going to hit one of our planes and they're going to be like, it's an act of war. It's an act of war. We got to yeah. get in. Cause it'd be so easy. Like they, I mean, they could send out a, I mean, even if they just crash a plane, yeah, it like it, a mm-hmm. missile doesn't even have to hit. Yeah, they could yeah. just crash a plane, and be like, oh yeah, Palestine, the Hamas, mm-hmm. got hit the plane and it went down, and mm-hmm. the the guy thankfully object ejected from it. Yeah, and, but also but he I died don't... somehow. So, but yeah. I also think. Because right now the Democrat side is and the left is kind of eating their own right now. Because there's some people that are like super pro Palestine, and then there's people that are super pro Israel on the left. Like it's like that. Like because the Ukraine thing is kind of cut and dry. Most people support Ukraine, and then the other side. Then there's the other side is basically like I don't support either. But mm-hmm. this one, it's a lot more confusing. And people because didn't I'm, AOC say that she supported Palestine. Yeah. But then there's there's other Democrats that are pro full on Israel. Well yeah, cuz most of them have dual citizenship yeah. in Israel. But what what my point is is like when you like when a protest is going on, like there was a there it was a pro-Palestinian protest and a group of people that are pro-Palestine came with uh LGBTQ Palestine flags. Yeah, that's what gets me. Well, a big group of the Palestine protesters that didn't have those flags came over and took them and started burning them. So I'm just sitting there going like, so those people are going like, wait a minute, what's happening? So I think it's kind of confusing. They're not inclusive? And that's why I don't know if, us. I don't think that would, I think they're lear- the world is learning like maybe Israel, this conflict isn't the best way to get us into a war. So I think what, Unfortunately, I don't think it's going to be as big as 9-11, but I feel like there's going to be some kind of attack. There's a 100% going to be a false flag. That a false flag that's going to happen to us. It might not be as big, but I think there, that's going to be something that's going to have to, that's going to get us either involved in a war or escalated even closer to where it's just on the tipping point. 
Well, there's so many, there's already so many protests, uh, in New York as well. There's like, there's Jewish, uh, people that are actually for Palestine because they don't agree with the Zionist, uh, part of Judaism Mm -hmm. or the, the Zionist, uh, delegation or whatever part of Judaism. And, uh, they're speaking out against it. And, you know, if people, people could just, you know, have a suicide bomber or something and -hmm. something could go up with that. Cause for some reason, even in movies, they're, they're always going for New York. Yeah. Everyone's going for New York for some reason. Mm -hmm. Like anyone else cares. Yeah. I, I don't think I'd, but dude, the propaganda, that the propaganda that's New going York on, got bombed the propaganda going on. Not in, to say I want it. I do not. Clarify. Yeah. <laughs> but the, uh, the, the propaganda that's going on in Israel and, uh, Pal- and Hamas is, or Gaza is like, it makes Ukraine and Russia war look like child's play. Mm-hmm. Like, and the, it's on both sides. Like, like when they, they keep saying like, um, Israel is just killing children and stuff and bombing people, but they don't say every they every single day. There's multiple four hour windows the the IDF is giving Gaza to they're they're telling people, hey, we're going to bomb this area. You have four hours to leave. Not very many people in the not we we wouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't do that. But then there's a video I saw it. There's this little girl uh, in uh, in Gaza that's uh, bloodied up and being carried to a hospital, and it, I mean, it, obviously, I'm like, oh, that sucks. Well, she's she's in three different locations on different sides of Ga- uh, on the Gaza Strip, being carried by different people. The same little girl. Yeah. But then there's other stuff that's going on in Israel. And they're saying like, oh, all these, all these uh, kids got beheaded, but then it turns out that didn't actually happen. Yeah. Well, there's, there's all those crisis actors on every side of this. Mm -hmm. Like there's no way. Okay. I know the killing is bad over there. Yeah. But they're exaggerating. Mm -hmm. They've got to be exaggerating. Yeah. Well, have you seen, did you hear about the refugee camp that got bombed in Gaza? So there's a refugee camp. It's one of the biggest in the world. What do you picture when you, what do you, when you, when I say refugee camp, what does that look like to you? White tents White with tents. Uh, just people sleeping yeah. wherever they can find a place so to sleep. This, this refugee camp that got bombed by the IDF, the biggest in the world, is actually smack dab in the middle of Gaza City. If you look on a map, of Gaza City, you could not pick out where the refugee camp is. And there's upwards of like 800,000 people grandpa like like I think the uh I think New York City po- uh, di- po- density shoot population density is 10 times less than that area of Gaza City. Oh my god. So it's like insanely compact. And the thing is there's tunnels that Hamas has under that refugee camp. And the thing, and another thing that I would like to say too, cause the IDF is, is apparently in Gaza right now. They're doing their ground invasion. Well, the thing is like 
that people act like that they're just attacking a far off place. I watched this video of two IDF soldiers and they're near that refugee area and they turn, they're talking to this reporter and they turn around and they point at their, they point at Israel and they can see their house. (laughs) They can see the building that they live in. And they're like, yeah, that's my house right there. So they can see, and they've launched missiles from the refugee camp before. And he's like, and he's like, yeah, I remember, I can remember seeing, they can see the missile being launched and heading to their house. Like, it's not like it's some, it's not like us in Vietnam mm-hmm. and, or, I mean, heck, even like, uh, people in France fighting the Germans. Like, it's not like, like if they're on the line, they can't see, but they're like literally within miles of each other. And I'm just sitting there like, I don't know. It's just, it's just crazy. Well, the whole situation to me, it, it's the closest thing to a civil war that mm-hmm. it could be. Yeah. Because Palestine was Israel before Israel was there. Mm-hmm. And they, the Muslims got Gaza, of course, and now they're, and fight, the they're Bank. of course fighting back. Yeah. The West Bank, they're of course fighting back and they're fighting each other. And, all this. But well, the majority of the Palest- Palestinians are probably good people, mm-hmm. and they don't want none, mm-hmm. nothing to do with this, but mm-hmm. they're just being used as pawns or being dragged into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then apparently well, it's heating up on the... Sorry, we're going to have to take a quick break. We'll be right back. I've been selling my soul, working all day, overtime hours. Bullshit pay so I can sit out here and waste my life away. Drag back home and drown my troubles away. It's a damn shame what the world's gotten to for people like me, people like you. Wish I could just wake up and it not be true, but it is. Oh, it is living in the new world with an home. And we are back for the third and final segment. Uh, we had a big discussion after yeah. <laughs> that we probably should have recorded, but, you know, maybe. I don't know. It's all right. I, I'm sure more stuff will come up with <laughs> Israel and Palestine. Oh, yeah. Uh, I got one more quick question before I go into the last topic. Where would you, if you were drafted into World War Three, where would you rather fight? In the sandbox, in Ukraine and Russia, or in Taiwan fighting the Chinese? And in Ukraine, obviously, you'd fight the Russians. Hmm. Jada. I'd have to say, and this is based off of my dad being in a Middle Eastern country. Um, and then based off of what I've read and seen about... <laughs> the uh, Pacific theater in world war two, I'd probably have to go with Ukraine and that's 
basically just, I mean, it's all going to be hell, but I don't know. I'm not a big, I'm not a big fan of sand and hot. And then I'm also not a big fan of like wet sand. and hot. So I, I guess, I'll, I guess I'll have to go with wet and cold. <laughs> okay. Uh, dad, where would, I know you probably wouldn't be drafted, but, <laughs> yeah, uh, where I've got a little age on me. Yeah. Where would you rather fight? I don't think there is a less of any evil on that one. I mean, it just, well, if you had to choose, or if you were not had to, but if you were able to, because they're they're gonna send you well, to one okay. of three, probably. This one is of the three here's here's the thing I want to add to that. If you're going, uh, so if like World War Three's broken out, and if you do, if they, if we continue to go on the path of like, because in back in World War Two, you went to war until it was over. Yeah. But nowadays, it's kind of like you get to come home every once in a while, or you get to go to a, a rear location. Mm-hmm. So let's think of the rear locations that you would probably go in. So if you're in the Middle East, you'll go to maybe Greece. You might, or like if you're in like Israel area, you maybe go to like Greece or like some country like that, which wouldn't be bad, or a maybe probably like Ethiopia or some crap. But then if you're in if you're in the Pacific, you're going to go to like Guam. And then if you're in the European theater or Ukraine, you'll probably go to like Paris or something. So screw Paris. Yeah, honestly, screw Paris. but hope maybe you could go to Warsaw in Poland. Um, uh, uh, provided Poland doesn't get fucked yeah, again. No, is once world war three starts, Germany is going to look straight at Poland mm-hmm. and just like, I know we're on the same side, hard. but oops, old habits die hard. I'll mm-hmm. tell you that. But where would you rather fight? Well, I guess probably Ukraine. <clears throat> I think Just it looks you're... it looks the most like our where we live right now. Yeah, and and if if you look at uh, 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 Palestine and and uh, Israel, I mean that's that's door to door combat. There, I mean they're mm-hmm. they're going door to door. That's that's unpredictable. Fight everyone and anyone. And and the Chinese, I mean, they're they're ruthless. And there's there's and, a billion and, of them suckers. And, and yeah, <laughs> and they're ta- going to be taking over a little island, or try to anyway. So you're so like if that situation does occur, you think there's already a front line in Ukraine. In Ukraine, there's probably going to be some sort of front line in Israel area. Uh, uh, but when you think like you're going to have to do a sea invasion of China, if you take back to Taiwan or hold them off of Taiwan, eventually you're going to have to do a amphibious assault, which is going to suck. Do you, do you yeah. really think that they would try and invade China though? Or do you I, think that they would just, if World war hell, if world war three starts, I think you kind of, you kind of have to, well, they're, they're going to take advantage of any situation. There you all, all our assets are going to be over here, and most of, most of the uh, attention is going to be over there, mm-hmm. and that's when they're going to start doing their shit. Mm-hmm. And it's going to catch us with our pants down. Well, and then the thing I'd is, rather, if... I'd rather fight in Taiwan. Really? Yeah, <clears throat> I think it'd be better fighting Chinamen than anything. It might be easier because... to get reinforcements because I mean, you have. I mean, the thing is, because Japan's 
defense force mm-hmm. is I I didn't know this, but I was looking into it the other day. Effectively, Japan's military, quote quote, is the United States military. Mm-hmm. Like they're part of they're called the US United States Japan forces. Hmm. Like and um so basically right in that area, you got South Korea, Japan, Australia, and then the Kiwis down there that are gonna be useless. I think I'd ra- yeah, I'd rather fight in Taiwan cuz just hearing about the Russians, I mean, you always in every video game or movie that you see Russians are the ruthless, the most ruthless. Mm-hmm. Like and they have the equipment to back it up. Yeah. China they're ruthless, but that's because they're going to die either way. They're going to get killed either by the government or the enemy. Well, they just keep and, com- they'll but, just keep coming. But they until also they run out. They also don't have the best equipment. Not as good. They like at, to say they do. Yeah, they like to well, post they- <laughs> pictures and be like, "Oh, but no, they have like the worst stuff that you they've, can They they've got nothing nothing to uh live for over mm-hmm. there because they uh, uh the population is majority majority is male mm-hmm. and very few females their their population is going down yeah yeah that's a big thing i saw they said that that one child thing has screwed up china and in the future yeah. they're going to be screwed like they're saying that like and everyone there is not um Everyone there is just like not necessarily like a robot, but everyone there is not. They're not. They don't have dumb. A personality. They're not dumb, but they're not smart. They're just they're just there, and they it's just it's just like a machine that's gonna end up falling apart. And they they know one thing, they've been they've been uh, beat down. Yeah, they've been beat down with one thing, and they're good at it, and it's basically the military. Mm-hmm. And they're going to keep coming until they're gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's a bunch of them. Uh, I I talked about this on the podcast a, a while ago, but I'm pretty, I'm like 90% sure it was a real news story. But uh, apparently China has ma- made a helmet that if you desert or... are a traitor your commanding officer can just hit a button and it'll literally just explode your head nice there's just yeah so that they have like (laughs) nothing government for you (laughs) yeah that's i will say too uh, another thing it seems like to me a lot of those a lot of asian countries that are our allies they they seem like they're a lot more appreciative of the United States, like Japan, South mm-hmm. Korea, Taiwan. They seem a lot more like grateful to the United States than uh, than like Israel or the or Ukraine or any European country. Well, Japan also saw what we would do mm-hmm. twice, twice, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. But see, I think the Taiwan because like the. I always I was always confused about like the Taiwan situation and like what's going on. 
and you know like do you know what like because taiwan well because china thinks taiwan is part of china yeah but taiwan thinks that taiwan is taiwan taiwan is china no they think they're china oh so really this is this this is basically what happened i had no idea about this until a few months ago basically there was two parties the communist party mm-hmm. and then the party the 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 other party basically yeah well when the communists won and started taking over that party the other party moved their capital to um, Taipei, which is in Taiwan. So the party that basically was the opposition to the communists is now in Taiwan. Hmm. So people who lived in Taiwan thought they were in China, but a lot, of, but they basically evacuated to Taiwan. So Taiwan is the old China before the communists took over. For the most part, so they, so both parties think that they're China. The, that's what but, I. That's what I understand. But I think up and uh, now but to everybody this point, else is like, no, Taiwan is Taiwan. Yeah, so. but I think because I think because oh, when if you look at like the Olympics and stuff, it says uh, Taipei, China. Mm-hmm. It doesn't say Taiwan. It says Taipei, China, or whatever. And that's because I think. I think they're kind of growing towards more just their their Taiwan, and they don't want to be associated with communist China. But yeah, I think that's per, that's kind of the gist that I got is that that party left and they're now in control of that island, and China wants it to be part of because they still see it as China. That's hilarious. Yeah. So so we just got involved in something that we didn't need to be involved in again. Yeah. That'd be like all the Democrats like going to California, uh, then us taking over the the right the right taking over and saying that it was still uh, the United States, and then them just being California, and then them saying that they're actually the leaders of the rest of the country, which they might be doing. I don't know. Uh, so. Yeah, I still got one more topic. So, uh, oh boy. Um, so I talked about a one of my friends I went to high school with. Uh, apparently, she's been posting a ton of bullshit about uh, Israel and Palestine and stuff like that. Uh, if you want to know what I said, because I can't remember, and I all. If I did, I didn't. I don't want to recap it. Uh, go listen to uh, the episode titled Two Brothers." That was that was with me and Ethan. We sat there for a while talking, but uh, she's been posting a lot of stuff about Israel and Palestine, and the that everybody should be with Israel or you're anti-Semitic, and you know. She'd been posting a lot of that stuff, and I got so fed up with it that I asked her, like, are you even Jewish? She said she was, which was super weird to me because in high school, she always talked about, like, Jesus, and he was the the Savior. Well, not always, but she would, she's said it. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, Jews don't believe Jesus is the Messiah. Mm-hmm. They they're still waiting for theirs apparently. But uh I asked her about it. She says that and 
I asked her where her family's from, and she said, oh, I have Germanic Jews, Polish Jews, and there's, uh, but they're all over here in this country. Mm-hmm. And she said that uh, some of them were in the Holocaust, and I asked if any of them were that are alive, or I asked if any of them that were in the Holocaust are alive. She said no. And that also raised the question, were any of the <clears throat> were any of the Jews that were from other countries, were they born in those countries or were they born here? Mm-hmm. Because that's one big thing with me that irritates me. Yeah, you can have ancestors from different countries, but if you're born in this country or whatever country, you're that country. So if you're born in America, you're an American. Mm-hmm. You're especially born, if it's a few, especially if it's like a few generations. I don't know how many generations it yeah. was, but either way, if you're... It had to have been at least two, three. Yeah, if you're born here... You're an American. Mm-hmm. I don't care where that's your fa- where your mom and dad could be from. They could be from Mexico, Canada, whatever. Mm-hmm. But if you're you if you were birthed from your mother's womb here, you are American. Mm-hmm. See, that's that's the thing that I don't and I don't know if the the liberal white woman has tapped into it yet. Uh, but that one thing is what's funny to me is Jews Judaism is one of the only like, because people it's like a way to become a different race. Like Jews aren't a different race, Mm -hmm. but a lot of people think they are. And a lot of people say they are like, there is a, there is a subgroup of people that are, that just so happen to be Jews that are not necessarily what people would consider white. Mm-hmm. It's like the same thing. It's because uh, people here, because they're white to other people and to me, honestly, but some people would consider Jews technically a different race, the people who are born Jews. Mm-hmm. But it's the same thing. Like I hear this, there's apparently it happens in China and there's also one in India. They're literally look exactly the same, but in that country, there's they're two. They consider two, them two different races, like two different groups of people, different races. Hmm. Even though they're both, they're all Indians, Indians, and uh, but that's the thing. Like I think white liberal white women are going to start tapping into it because they're like, well, I can't be black. Um, <laughs> I I could say I'm bisexual, but that might not be enough. I need to I need to be a. I've seen people say that Jewish women are women of color. And so that's the thing. Like okay. all you have to do is, oh, I tra- I uh, not transitioned. I uh, converted to Judaism, and now I'm a Jew. Well, no, you're you just practice you just practice Judaism. You're not a Jew, mm-hmm. or you technically, I guess you could be as a Jew, but you're not a different race. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what they like. That's because I always felt like that. Like the way people talk about it, it's the same thing with like Like uh, I don't know if I. I'm just gonna say it, gypsies. Mm-hmm. They like this is another thing. If you go out, if you go to Europe, if you and me go to Europe and go to Romania or play somewhere, and we meet some Romanians that just so happen to be gypsies, we wouldn't be able to tell the difference. Mm-hmm. But if you ask a European, most Europeans, they hate them. They hate them, and they can tell the difference between the two. And to them, gypsies are a different race. 
huh. from regular like they they consider them or they treat them like a different race even though you can't really tell but so that's my thing is like when i grew when i growing up i always like well they just jews just look white to me yeah why are we treating them as if they're a race that's that's a big thing too they anti-semitism that word has come up like a thousand percent in the last year and a half probably Mm -hmm. but uh that and racism both yeah yeah but um she kept she went on and i asked her uh if she practices judaism and she says that she is a messianic jew Mm. Do you know what that is? I have heard it. I just, I don't, I couldn't tell it, you what it is. Uh, it's where Jews uh, think Jesus is the son of God and think that he is the way to salvation, which is true, mm-hmm. but they practice the Old Testament laws. Mm. So, I mean... They're basically just Christian because there's some there's some that is what that's what I've been saying. There's some Christians follow some of the Old Testament stuff, not yeah. all of it, but yeah. Well, yeah, well when well, Jesus came, he gave us new laws to follow as yeah, well. Yeah, and in what I think the Old Testament was fulfilled whenever Jesus mm-hmm. was born, mm-hmm. died on the cross, and rose again. Christians mostly use the Old Testament as the like story like because revelation i mean not yeah. revelations of uh, genesis is old testament and that's that's just and there's a lot of stories and that we Psalms use too yeah there's a lot of stories that we use to help our modern day like figure out how to mm-hmm. well, they use be it with as, god they use it as a reference yeah yeah so that's basically just christian christianity well, the old testament is the foundation of the New Testament. You can't right. have the New Testament without having an Old Testament. Right. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, it just doesn't seem correct to me mm-hmm. in like in that they say that they're Jewish, but they also see Jesus as the son of God because of because Jews do not think that. Mm-mm. Some of them even deny that he was that he ever existed, yeah. but there's proven documents that he he did. But uh, the reason I brought her up again was because she posted a dumbass post on her story that was, "Are you really siding with Palestine, or are you just anti-Semitic?" The title of it pissed me off right out, right out of the gate. But uh, she's like, it goes on to say, did you speak out whenever these Palestinians were dying here or whenever they were kicked out of here or dying over in this other country? Mm-hmm. Or did you just start speaking out whenever Israel started uh, attacking them after October mm-hmm. 7th? Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, well, that could be used in the same against you. Did you, are you really with Israel or and its people? 
or, or are you just, are you against just Palestinians? yeah are you just against Palestinians and Muslims yeah because you know Jews have been kicked out of a hundred and ten countries now and mm-hmm. have been killed by so many people mm-hmm. around the world even before is uh this conflict in Israel mm-hmm. did you really are you really just gonna start speaking out now mm-hmm. because there's it, it it's all been bo- happening while you're while because she's like my age mm-hmm. or a year younger than me mm-hmm. but uh it's been happening all our lives yeah and you know it all boils down to like we say all the time it's just it's the narrative that they want like because i mean missiles get sent into israel from hamas all the time literally mm-hmm. all the time and you mentioned the 2008 thing was that when we that were, was we were off air but yeah. there was a 2008 thing when and there's been multiple times where idf special forces have gone into gaza and so but it happens all the time and you you could hear about it in passing on a news network maybe but it's not to this level and i understand that this situation is much more which what was much more bigger which which was bigger than that like a lot of uh, Israelis died, but like, why? Why now? There, I mean, the conflict in Ukraine's been going on since but technically 2014, mm-hmm. and probably prior to that too. And there's people that I guarantee you didn't know Ukraine was a country that are pro-Ukraine right now. Back mm-hmm. in 2015, I could go ask somebody, "What's Ukraine?" and they're like, "I don't know." They're changing, but right now they're changing the. Mm-hmm. flag on their bio in their bio to from ukraine to israel yeah or or even Cause palestine because it's, it's the same thing too because they can use because i think i think that the world order and the well especially in the united states i think they're confused because i think that they were going to i think that people thought there was going to be a mass um get behind of israel but now that they're seeing that there's also another there's it's like half and half almost, and there's a lot of infighting within the right and the left when it comes down to it. I think they're like, oh, shit, but then they're just going to use it to their advantage. It'd be like, well, it's not working like the same as Ukraine and, <clears throat> Ukraine and Russia, <clears throat> but we can use it. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> Jada just decided to... I'm somebody, just dying. CIA agent got in here. <clears throat> shot somebody him else talked. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, talk too much, I guess. Yeah, Jadov just lost his voice right now. Okay. Yeah, I know. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, this Powerade's poisoned the the WEF got to me. Jadov's not on next episode. You know why? Yeah, I'm not suicidal. <laughs> we'll have a memorial for him. Uh, but yeah, I don't understand why it's now of all times and what all has gone on this entire deck, all these decades and however long all this shit's going on, gone on. But I don't know. Uh, I just wanted to mention that because it really irritated me when I saw that, because it was just like, you're, you're kind of retarded for saying that because it can be thrown right back at you Mm -hmm. because I know 100% without a doubt she has not said anything about uh, Jews 
uh, up until this point. So, you know, but, you know, it's all, it'll all work out somehow. Uh, so that's all I got this, this week. You guys got anything else? Nope. Well, let's go on to closing statements then. J-Dub, you got anything left to say? Leave the audience with? Uh, no. Um... <laughs> <laughs> He's still trying to get his voice back. <laughs> uh, well, I don't really have anything because I kind of just said every I kind of said everything I wanted to, but uh, teaser maybe we're gonna maybe have an episode on uh, Martin Luther King Jr.'s assassination, which I knew there was con- some controver- controversy or conspiracy around it, but after watching some videos and doing some research I'm all, I'm almost positive I'm in agreement with the entire King family that James Earl Ray didn't kill him and that the government had something to do with MLK's death and I think we could make a whole episode about it and probably so that's I'm excited about doing that so that's I'd all be I got. down I'd be down uh dad what you got anything yeah, just uh, everybody probably ought to go out try to uh, learn a new skill. Doesn't doesn't matter. Just just try something new. Get hands on, and uh, it, it'll get you ready for the future and what's coming. So that's all I got. Okay. Well, uh, since Cameron's not here, to say it. Go outside. Touch grass. Touch ass. Uh, workout and um, since Jada won't say it anymore World Economic Forum can lick my taint uh, and we will see you in the next one <laughs>